Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, it's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you are all safe and well. If you're new to your channel, obviously subscribe, hit the uh, little um, bell notification to make sure you're the first to watch all the, all the new episodes we have coming up. And today's guest is uh, an author, is a journalist. Um, probably most importantly, he was one of the founders of Fortune's Always Hiding fanzine. It's Pete May. Hi Pete, how are you? Hi Russ, good to see you. We, 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 I think me and Pete, we, Pete was just uh, chatting beforehand. I think we last probably met properly was around 2002, 2003 with your Days of Iron book. It was in that, in that little, um, little room Jeremy Nicholas had, wasn't it? The DJ room. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I was writing West Ham Irons in the Soul, which is one of my books on West Ham. Indeed. With a picture. But I do the Hammers in the Heart blog as well, by the way. Uh, if of course, don't yeah. get as many plugs as you can in Pete. Doesn't matter at all. Thanks for thanks for um, thanks for obviously taking the time. Obviously, what we're doing is interviewing lots of people, lots of different ages, um, all over the world. Lots of fans about sort of their memories of West Ham and also sort of going through their their Hammers Eleven. Um, so, so in terms of you, Pete, you know, been a West Ham fan for a long time. You know, what was your sort of earliest recollections of West Ham? Well, I think, I mean, the first game I went to was 1970, I think. I think it was October 1970, a long time ago, but I was about, you know, 10, I think. Um, and I mean, kind of a bit like Phil Whelan said on, on, on uh, the other night, you know, I, I didn't really have a team. My dad didn't have a team. And we explored, you know, all these sort of London clubs. And, you know, we had a look at but and and then yeah we we tried Chelsea as well I think and we tried West Ham and there was sort of something a bit a bit special about them uh, and it was just that period they just managed to sell Martin Peters and sign Jimmy Greaves <laughs> so we we got the alcoholic and they got the World Cup winner but um, I, I don't know I think they were in a relegation struggle that season but just managed to stay up yeah right at the end so ever since then really I've been. I've been hooked and, and early memories, you know, I just remember like Pop Robson knocking in lots of goals one season and Billy Bonds, you know, looking practical, running up and down the uh, the midfield. Yeah, of course. And and, 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 and obviously, you know, obviously you know, lots of lots of memories. Any any sort of fond ones which sort of stick out, um, you know, in, in, your, in your mind? Not necessarily games, but, you know, anything really, anything sort of fond memories. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to see us win the cup in yeah. 75 and 80. So obviously that. That stands out, but I mean, probably things like the the Eintracht Frankfurt semi final in seventy six, when uh, 
Trevor Brooking scored twice and Keith Robson did. Uh, that was that was a fantastic game for atmosphere. Yeah, you know, which got the West Ham through to the uh, Cup Winners' Cup final. And a 6-2 home win against Leicester, oh, I've always never forgotten, because I was standing right on in the north bank just behind the goal, and uh, Bobby Gould, of all people, managed to get a couple of goals, and I remember him sort of celebrating right in front of me. Oh, how funny. Oh, that, that's the thing, you, you get these, they get some, it's, it's the strange ones, like those those games where, yeah. or, or a nil-nil draw against Coventry, and it's just like a little incident, but that sort of sticks yeah. in people's minds. I just remember Frank Lampard crossing, Bobby Gould heading in, and, and he actually, exactly. you know, he, he did fairly well for us, and then Alan Taylor suddenly emerged, and yeah. he got dropped to the bench for the uh, the cup final. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Right, okay, let, let's let's crack on to your your uh, your, your eleven. So I've got a feeling it's going to be a good one. Um, so obviously we try and we try and keep it. Uh, it's obviously players that you were lucky enough to see alive. Um, yeah. So obviously I'm I couldn't put in you know Martin Peters. Um, I could put in uh, Marco Bugas. You know, almost. Yeah. Quite similar, uh, quite a similar swap there, um, and also you know it's your eleven, so you can be as creative as you want, uh, and and we try and keep it to a four four two, but yeah, the you know, rules go out the window when we start talking about football, um, and, and I believe Pete, you've got a nice uh, a nice theme for these this eleven. Yeah, well the theme is you know it's not the best team I've ever seen, but it's it's the players who've had my favourite uh, chance. Love it, you know. So anybody who's got a good song about them, I, I've put in. Okay, brilliant. That sounds really good, Pete. Let, let's start with Between the Sticks then. Who have you yeah, got? Yeah, well, I'll give you a clue. The goalkeeper <laughs> comes from near Moscow. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it, it's got to be Ludek McCloskow in goal. Because, um, you know, much as I like Robert Green and Phil Parks, um, he has that wonderful song, My Name is Ludek McCloskow. I come from near Moscow. I play in goal for West Ham. Uh Whenever I walk down the street, everyone I meet says, Oi, big boy, what's your name? <laughs> I hate this. Rinse and repeat, yeah. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Uh, I'm but sure. I still, it's still sung. I mean, wherever yeah. I go, you know, sort of away it games. It is, yeah, away games. They still sing it. I'm surprised you didn't go with, uh, um, what was the one I used to love? There was a, remember I went to an away, away, away day against Liverpool and, and Shaka Hislop was in goal. And this guy who had a few too many, um, too many sherbets next to me. And he was just come up with his own, own chance. And he just had this one for Shaka. It was like, Shaka, 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 Shaka. His lot, yeah. It's like short but sweet. Short but sweet. It's the simplest ones. Good old Lou. Quite like England's number six for Robert Green. You know, yeah. Or um, uh, we've got Bernard Lama. He smokes. Oh yeah, that is that is another great goalkeeper. Another chance. great one. But yeah, no, you're right. There's not that many for goalkeepers, is no. it? And of course, uh, and I think O level geography must have been quite dodgy in, in Essex because you know the Czech Republic is about six hundred or yeah. seven hundred miles from Moscow. But. Isn't it closer to us than it is to Moscow? I think. I think it is. Yeah. Well, I did actually meet Ludo once, and he did. He did say it was very uh, inaccurate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll put we'll put Ludo. We'll put Ludo from Moscow in goal. Right. Who are we going to go for? A, a sort of the the left back position then, Pete. Uh, well, left back. I'm going for Frank Lampard, senior, um, because. Uh, I mean, I saw us win the cup in 1980, yep. and he famously scored the winning goal in the uh, 1980 semi-final. Yeah. And uh, he got his own song to the tune of White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a Frankie Lampard, just like the one at Elland Road. <laughs> <laughs> the ball came over, and Frank fell over. And if I'm allowed to swear, 
and scored the fucking winning goal. <laughs> winning goal. <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, which, and you know, I don't think a left back will ever get a better song than that. Mm. And it just seemed to sum up that way that he just sort of ambled up into the penalty area, not really looking like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. somehow managed to get his head on that cross and put it in and then do the jig yeah and then did the famous dance around the corner flag so uh, yeah, yeah a lot of happy memories with that lovely stuff and and and, and he played hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games for us and i think yeah I think, and that's what's great about the, sort of this series is because obviously i'm learning a lot about the players that i never saw so mm. you know obviously no disrespect people people of your era talk very highly of frank senior and i was yeah. never around to see that so it's almost like I'm learning the history a bit more through sort of more more sort of candid um, sort of stories. So it's lovely. But yeah, we'll put Lampard Senior in then. Left back. Okay, who are we going to have on the opposite side, the right back then, Pete? Well, I'm going to put Billy Bonds at right back. I'm going yeah, to put him sure. at centre back or midfield, but um, I've got too many other players to put in. Yeah. Um, Billy Bonds, uh, I think because he actually had three songs, you know, he had... Um, the one, my favourite was uh, Six Foot Two, Eyes Are Blue, Billy Bonds Is After You, um, which seemed to sum up his intimidating presence in midfield. Uh, but he, he also had, um, oh, Billy, 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 Billy Bonds. And uh, of course, when he was a manager, he had Billy Bonds, Claret and Blue Army. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's actually managed to inspire three Hatchet songs. of songs, yeah. Very good. And if you were at the uh, Newcastle game recently when he came on and cried when the stand was named after him, I mean, that was that was a really moving moment. Amazing, wasn't it? You it was amazing, the, particularly for a man who's... Who, exactly, and a man who sort of never showed any emotion, really. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely breaking down. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that was a dry eye in, in the house. No, 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 that was... Uh, There's always something in everyone's eye. Everyone has something yeah, in their yeah. eye. <laughs> It's like this this swarm of dust cloud that's just coming over London Stadium, but yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's very special. And obviously, you know, everyone obviously speaks so highly of Billy as a player. Yeah, and, and he was a quiet man off the pitch. Yes. You know, he was he was a bird watcher. He was actually a twitcher. <laughs> wow. And you know, he, he was a very quiet family man off the pitch. Yes. Yeah, wonderful character, on This little swashbuckling sort yeah. of yeah, yeah, brilliant. Okay, Bonzo on the right. Who are we going to have in the centre-backs then, Pete? Well, the first centre-back is a man called Christian Daly. Oh, <laughs> first time he's cropped up on the channel, so there we go. Yeah, oh, well, um, I, I'd just like to say that I don't want him to visit my wife and do anything untoward. <laughs> but, but he has the, uh, the legendary chant of, um, Oh, Christian Daly, you are the love of my life. Oh, Christian Daly, I'd let you shag my wife. Oh, Christian Daly, I want curly hair too. So, uh, you know, and that's to the tune of um, Oh Pretty Baby yeah. by Frankie Valley. Um, was it can't, can't Take My Eyes Off You, actually, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. official title. But it just seemed to scan so well, uh, yeah. that song. And I just remember it being sung continuously at Charlton after a 4-0 away defeat. Uh, but I think the fans did actually like him. It's a tongue-in-cheek yeah. chant, but, you know, it was, a, it was a trier and he always gave... Yeah, and I, I always remember that that's that sort of church churchill sort of type speech he gave on the pitch after the uh, after the Ipswich game, if I believe, when he sort of took to the mic and he said, "Yeah, it was it was almost like rallying the troops." Yeah. And he had that sort of it was almost it was almost you know Braveheart esque. You know, it was like, and I think yeah. he was he was one of those players. I think you, I, I totally agree. Who has this sort of sort of fans 
fans' favourite feel about them. You know, even when he comes yeah. back, everyone starts singing the song, a bit like Ludo, and you know, it's it's a it's a synonymous song for that period of time as well. But, um, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, and I was really pleased when he came on as a sub in midfield in the uh, well, in both the cup final and the, yes. the playoff final in two thousand and five. So, you know, it's nice to see him actually lift that playoff trophy. Definitely, definitely. Okay, we'll put Christian Dale. Who's going to partner him in 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 the centre back positions then? Well, it was a toss up between James Collins and uh, Alvin Martin, but I've, I've gone for Alvin Martin in the end. But it has to be Alvin Martin towards the end of his career. Because uh, he then got his own song of, uh, <laughs> he's got no hair, but we don't care. Alvin, Alvin, Martin. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think a tribute to his baldness, you know, that, that gets him in. And he was a fantastic player. I mean, I can still recall behind him and Billy Bonds just had a you know fantastic game that day. And mm. Arsenal couldn't get past them at all. So, you know. Uh, you know, unlucky not to play more often for England, I think, mm. Alvin Martin. And then great to see his son last season. Of course. Or this season. In yeah. Goal, yeah. You know, break down at the end and run into Alvin's arms, you know, which is another tearful moment. A- again, yeah, there's been a couple this season yeah. already, you know. So, yeah, no, and uh, yeah, a lovely guy. And I think, you know, you, you look at that back four, back five, there isn't going to get much change for the strikers, I don't think. It's no, quite no. solid back five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it, absolutely brilliant, brilliant. Pete. Okay, let's go for the let's go for the midfield. Let's go for um, let's go for sort of left wing. Left wing, I've gone for. Here, um, oh, pretty um, easy choice. Trevor Brooking, yeah, uh, who I'm lucky to see see play for years and years, and he had his own song of. Uh, Trevor Brooking walks on water, la 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 la, which, uh, God, what is that to the tune of? Um, Deck the halls, isn't it? Deck the halls. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think any any chant that, you know, attributes divine qualities yes. to uh, a West Ham midfielder has to be, uh, has to be uh, worth going in. And, you know, he, he was such a lovely man and, you know, I, I got a, I went to one of his signings last last year, actually, and he was still really friendly and good with the fans. And you know, I got so so many good memories on the cup final winning goal, and you know, such an elegant, cultured player. So exactly, yeah, he'll yeah. go in the in the left and midfield and uh, and walk on water, which you know, in case this is very impressive. It's always a nice skill to have. Yeah, see, he was a waterlogged pitch, you know, sort of mid January. Yeah. Actually, actually, at the new ground, he could walk on the River Lee, couldn't he? You know, without, <laughs> Just come across without going on the bridges. Yes. Or going for the train, or going for the trains, or having to worry about sort of no, stop, he could start get to signs. In ten minutes instead of twenty. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. God bless him. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, by all account, obviously he's sort of very much ahead of his time. Really, you know, quite a cultured player in a in a period which wasn't particularly cultured in terms of lots of sort of quite combative sort of midfielders. And as he sort of yeah, oh yeah, and he was playing on you know mud heaps most of the weeks. Yeah. And, and still, you know, produced incredible skill. Be good to see what what he'd be like now, you know. Oh, yeah, the, the bowling greens. Exactly. I know. Right. Okay. So we'll put uh, put in on the left. Who should we put on the other wing then, Pete? Um, the other wing, the right wing. I've got Harry Redknapp, uh, who you know most of us, most people probably remember him as the manager, but yes. he was playing in the early seventies uh, before he got shipped off to Bournemouth. And you know, he was a big fans' favourite on the north bank. You know, and I, I just remember all these sort of skinheads in white lab coats and high leg dms all singing we've got harry 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 red lap on the wing 
no wing. We've got Harry, 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 Harry Redknapp on no wing, on no wing. And then it would change pace and go to Harry, Harry Redknapp, Harry Redknapp on the wing. So it, it was a variation on a Harry Krishna chart. So, uh, Brilliant. And, <laughs> Harry right. Krishna and West Ham wingers aren't linked in too many. We've got, we've got walking on water on one wing and we've got yeah. Harry Krishna on the other wing. This, is, this has become this is divine midfield, quite literally. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So, uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was a local lad and I think yes. everybody loved seeing him yeah. race down the wing. But it, uh, his shooting was very erratic. I remember him hitting the corner flag once in one of his shots, you know. <laughs> But just occasionally you'd get a really good crossing. Get one in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Right. Lovely yeah. stuff. We'll put Redknapp on the other wing. Who are we going to have in the centres that's in the midfield? Oh, uh, well, sort of a uh, defensive midfield. I'm going to have Mark Noble, who's had uh, a couple of chants. And yeah. uh, I mean, the one I remember was uh, when he was playing against Crew when uh, he was 17. And he got... Um, Mark Noble, he's only 17, he's better than Mark Keane, he's better than Roy Keane. Yeah. Mark Noble, whoa, you know, which I think is now um, Mark Noble, he plays in Claret and Blue, he's West Ham through and through. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's a simple chart, but it seems to sum up the match. It sums up, if, if ever a chance is synonymous, yeah. it does sort of sum him up, he is Claret and Blue, you know. The yeah. best one I think was, um, I think one of the fun ones I heard was, uh, it was a Mark Noble. It was a testimonial at the um, at the old old ground, and uh, it was the tune of "It's All About You," which is obviously being used at the moment for the yeah. NHS. And it was it was it's all about it's all about Mark Noble, baby. I think it's Baz Cox came up with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it, brilliant, and 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 such a servant, <clears throat> a modern day servant for the club. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you've got your Bonzos and you've got your Martins for that yeah. sort of era, very much. Um, you know, one man club and you know playing better than he's probably played for the last four or five years i think um, it's fair to yeah, say yeah i think back that was 2005 i think he was playing in that championship side and most came in for the playoffs. exactly most premier league appearances for west ham um yeah. and um, yeah brilliant player and you know i think he's one of those players who will end up being a bit similar to the way brooking was in terms of you know he stayed around and became ambassador for the club and da, 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 da. i think when mark eventually retires he he'll be obviously you know a coach for the academy or there'll be yeah. he's going to be around he won't be able to spend you know more than 5 minutes away from the ground when he's when he's retired but no uh, no don't, and i think he's yeah he's, he's a leader isn't he i think yes. he'll, he'll he'll have some sort of role definitely yeah exactly right who's going to partner nobs in the midfield then uh, oh well it's a controversial figure but he had a good song and it's dimitri payet yeah. he had a, a song <laughs> both when he arrived and when he left yes. um, <laughs> which uh, I mean, I, the, I remember a three-one win at Crystal Palace when I first heard the uh, "We've Got Payet to Beat Three Payet." Yeah. I just don't think you understand. He's super Slavs man. He's better than Zidane. We've got to beat Three Payet. Brilliant, that, man. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's a great song, and you know, just for for like a season, he was just so out of it, this world with yeah. those free kicks. That were, you know, the free kick he got in the Palace game at home, where yeah. he just pinged it in the top corner and. I was lucky enough to be at Old Trafford when he scored that free kick in the FA Cup. He's, 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 a, he's a player that's synonymous with that last season at Upton yeah. Park. So he'll always be remembered for that. And, and also that, that chant, thinking it's all, you know, in terms of 
gone that's that's nicked by pretty much everyone now everyone yeah, I think, it's, it's you know exactly and Ozil he was uh, for Arsenal as well um, yeah. you know so whoever came out of that was, was it's to the tune of achy breaky hearts exactly so and then Billy Ray <laughs> Cyrus had this massive resurgence because you know yeah. not just his daughter but actually yeah. he, everyone was bothered about him now yeah our fans must have very eclectic musical taste yes and yeah. of course it was adapted to you've got some effing front you know, yes yes you money grabbing yes runt, Pers- yeah, runt, runt yes yeah. yes <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, which was uh, that, that Crystal Palace game when he just after he got on strike. You know, yes, it was rigging around the ground. So uh, yeah, it's it's a shame because I think a lot of people like you know have that sort of uh, th- that tarnished view of him because obviously yeah. the way he left. But he he did it every club he, he went to. Yeah. Um, he did it to come to us. He, he did the same yeah. thing. So it's like, what do you expect? But for for that sort of, I don't think that season would that last season would have been as special if it wasn't for him. Do you know what I mean? In terms no, of those, oh yeah, yeah. those memories. And looking back, yeah, it was, yeah, I think he dragged us up to what it should have been, yes. fifth or sixth, but we finished seventh. Yeah, we should have easily, yeah. I mean, Stoke, yeah, on the last yeah. game. <laughs> exactly. Point. Yeah. Exactly. Still, still hurts. Right, okay, lovely. Yeah. Okay, that's the midfield. Who are we going to have up front then, Pete? Um, up front, I am going to have... Uh, First striker is going to be uh, a man who came from White Hart Lane and was uh, better than Jermaine, uh, yes. Bobby Zamora. So, uh, yeah, he well, he, he had a couple of chances as he well. Did. It started off with uh, the not very complimentary when the ball hits your head or the back of Rosette. That's Zamora. <laughs> but, uh, it then became a rather more complimentary chant of um, he came from White Hart Lane. He's better than uh, Jermaine Zamora. Whoa. <laughs> That was rigging around, um, you know, when we won the playoff final yes. in 2005. Um, you know, I'd always associate it with that. Yeah. Um, and it did just seem to uh, scan very nicely to that Zamora. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's, it's one of those things when a player moves from one club to the other, you know, it's almost like you have to have a new song. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. he was always that, that Zamora, that when he was at Brighton and stuff. Yeah. It was almost like you had to have something new. Um, yeah. There's, there's there's other players you may probably say the last player uh, it might be that one but it, they come with certain you have to almost come up with a new or have a new song so it seems different um yeah. and uh and yeah there's more that was one which was you know and it, the whole thing was you know better than jermaine it was, it was perfect <laughs> yeah. it was perfect for him right okay the z-man and it was getting at jermaine as well so uh, you know that was the it was always another dig <laughs> we never forget <laughs> we never forget no. <laughs> oh, how's Paul Lins this day? Right, okay. Right, okay. Zamora. Okay, who's going to partner Zamora up front then? Hmm. Um, the second striker up front is, of course, Paolo Di Canio. Um, mainly because he's got a chart that's um, it's an adaptation of a, an opera aria by Rigoletto, I think. Of course. Of Donna course. a mobile, or I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But, yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, Paolo Di Canio, uh, Paolo Di Canio. Again, perfect, so, perfect song. Yeah, it just it? seemed to scan, and you know, when that was yeah. ringing around Upton Park, you know, it was, uh, 
sounded poetic, didn't it? Because it was almost like it was almost like a, you know, the, the way it echoed round in Upton Park. It was yeah. it had this sort of it did have an operatic feel to it. Because um, obviously he came from Sheffield Wednesday, where they mm. had the it was it D I Cadio, and so again pressure to get a new song. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't know who thought of it, but you I, know, I said, hey, who, who does think of these things? I have yeah. no idea. Um, my favourite one at the moment is the is, is Manuel Lanzini's, but unfortunately, he doesn't play at the moment. He's injured. But yeah. um, when they go, ain't ain't nobody like Lanzini. Lanzini. Yeah, <laughs> he plays the West Ham way. Absolutely brilliant. And but someone must sit down and just jump. I don't know how a, how a chant starts. You know, eventually. No, no. And I mean, I, I almost selected Carlton Cole. You know, yeah. for the. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's indestructible, you know, yeah. always believing Carlton Cole. So, uh, you know, somebody, some Spandau Ballet fan out there, you know, um, invented that. Going to be gonna be busy typing on that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly, the comments below. But yeah, yeah, I think pa- Paolo is the second striker, just for the simplicity and the and the culture of um, raiding some opera to, to get that child. And, and, and arguably... You know, probably our most influential player in sort of the the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and, and sort of the thought of having him Brooking and Payet in the same team, you know, is uh, and only ones and a little spark would kick off Payet and do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> together. <laughs> Whether they'd actually all stay on the pitch, I don't know. But. And obviously, this is for home games, away games. You would have to put someone else in, and I think North. Yeah, football. yeah, he could, yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't want to go up north. <laughs> exactly, oh, bless him. So we got Ludo in goal. We got uh, we got Lampard senior left back. We got Bonzo on the right, Daly, and and Alvin Martin in the middle. Then the midfield we got Brooklyn on one wing, Redknapp on the other, Noble and Pyatt in the middle, Zamora and Decanio up front. I think that's a great team. That's not a bad side, is it? And and in and in an era when you know when people say people don't chant enough, they've all got a song ready to go. Yeah, so. Yeah. Even if they took five minutes each, you know, five minutes for Ludo, then five minutes for for Lampard Senior, be perfect. And I think I'd probably have Ginger Pele on the on the bench, you know, with James Collins for his. Uh, there's only one Ginger Pele. So exactly. Yeah. We could definitely. go on and on. Yes. You could. You really could. And I think, it, but I think you're right. That these are probably. I would say they, these are no sort of synonymous. You know, the ones and the most everyone yeah. knew about. I mean, obviously you got yeah. You could have the, yeah the Colton Cole slash Joe Cole whoever you want to include yeah. in that one. But Terry um, had his chant, didn't he? He did. It was great. It was a great. Yeah, it, was, it was brilliant. Pete, thank you so much. That's been yeah, that's been lovely been, talking to you. It's been a love. It's been lovely, but also the the, the thought that's got into it. There's you know that's <laughs> yes, what yeah. I love more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. I enjoyed thinking this up. Yeah. yeah, that is great, and I think with a theme, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, it's something got, to do during lockdown, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, there's some. There's I know there's some interesting themes coming up from other people soon. Um, so it's going to be good. So it's going to be good to sort of keep in. Keep onto the channel and see what else is, is being um, drummed up. And thank you to everyone else who's been uh, who's been watching. Obviously, you know, subscribe, like, you know, whatever you want to do. Watch watch all of them on there. There's going to be a hell of a lot more coming up. And um, until next time, thanks, Pete, and and thanks everyone. Stay. Sports Social Podcast Network.